Here at Discovery Call, I seek to answer the one question that many business owners have. How do I do it all? You are a complete rock star at what you do, but you also have to be the marketer, the sales rep, the bookkeeper, and the project manager, and it can become overwhelming. I am with you on this one, and I don't claim to be an expert, but I am insanely curious on how we move someone from discovery to onboarding. So journey with me, and let's become intentional and strategic on the entire discovery process for your business. Are you ready? Let's get to work. I know I say this every single time that I am so excited for you to meet this guest, but I think I'm just excited for different reasons for every guest. And this one is because you are meeting my previous mentor. I started off as a virtual assistant and then moved into more the content marketing, social media management. But when I first started off as a virtual assistant, I kind of hit this wall where I purchased a course. I was part of Facebook groups. I listened to all the podcasts. I was doing all of the things. And I just knew in the deep of my little soul that I needed a person. And it's really funny because I actually found her on Instagram because a copywriter was showcasing some copy she was doing for her. And I'm like, oh, a virtual assistant mentor? Let's check her out. So that was how I found Kaylee Freeman. And this is a really good episode for those who may be thinking about hiring a virtual assistant someday, because Kaylee would be a fantastic connection for you to make. Donald Miller just recently had some posts about the two hires that he first recommends every business owner to hire. And the first one he always says is a virtual assistant. And the second one is a project manager. And so if Donald Miller encourages you to do it, I'm sure there's many business owners out there who have a VA on their bucket list or maybe already have one. So if you're looking to prepare for hiring a virtual assistant, this is a fantastic episode for you. If you are a virtual assistant and you're looking for a mentor, Kaylee is an awesome connection. And anyone who is trying to do this whole business thing and juggling motherhood at the same time, we touch on that as well. So without further ado, let's talk to Kaylee. I am Kaylee. I am a virtual assistant business mentor. So I help everyone in the online space, whether it's organizing and getting ready for their business to actually coaching virtual assistants in the online space to help them propel their business forward. That's what I do in a nutshell. A little bit about me. I absolutely love being with my family, which is one of the reasons why I became an entrepreneur. Uh, Love spending time outside with my family, everything really is centered around that and just having fun living in the moment with a lot of simplicity in our life. That is awesome. Yes. (laughs) So the people that you really work for are those business owners who are really trying to start off becoming virtual assistants or maybe leveling up their business. Yeah. Leveling up in their business. I started off as a virtual assistant about four years ago, and now I'm even getting other online business owners where they're not quite ready for a virtual assistant, but they know that they need something, whether it's a project they need help with or really just getting organized from a virtual assistant point of view. And so that's been really fun to insert my virtual assistant mentoring into other businesses as, yes, as a mentor, as a coach, but also helping them get organized for a virtual assistant point of view. It's been really interesting. 
That is really good because there is that in-between stage, right? Where the business owner, they need one, but they're just not yet ready for that. Yeah. It takes a lot to be ready for a virtual assistant and why spend the money if you're just going to be experimenting with your virtual assistant when you can actually get organized and be ready to hire one appropriately. Mentoring online businesses has really, really become a passion in the last couple of years. That is so exciting. What is that first part that you have to kind of help these business owners get organized? Is it creating those SOPs or what do you see that as that first step? Creating SOPs, but also really just listening and figuring out what they don't like in their business, but, and what they do like, you know, listening, I've really educated myself in human design and energy types and Enneagram types. So then that way, when, when someone's looking for that little piece of advice, like, I don't know who I want to work for. I don't even really know what tasks I like to do. It's really just listening and having them basically word vomit all over me. And then I'm able to strategize and pick up the pieces and put the puzzle back together to something where it makes sense. That's been really helpful as well. Yes. And I forgot to even mention this early on. The reason why I know you is because you actually mentored me early on. When I was so stuck. You were so ready. You were so ready to propel forward and you did. I did. Yes. And it, you really did do that for me. I remember I pretty much listed everything out. These are all the ideas. I know I have the ingredients. I just don't know how to piece this together right now. And having someone looking from the outside in that can gain just a little bit of perspective. It's not even something that you need always continuously. And that's something in the industry I am trying to change. It's not a very popular method, but it works for people. You have to do what works in your business. So that way you continue to love it, continue on doing it. My first one is, like I just said, sometimes people just need to strategize and get organized. They might not need, you know, like memberships are really popular right now to continue on having clients and, and getting your value and, and, and helping other people. And memberships are all well and good, but sometimes you just need that one specific thing to propel you forward. If you want to come back to me, great with other coaching. Awesome. But sometimes that one thing can push you forward. You can just go do strategize like you did. It took that one thing to get organized, to see the plan. We created an action plan and you're doing amazing. And that's not very popular in the industry. A lot of mentors and coaches, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but they want to try to find a way to make you a continuous client, which is well and good. That's how you build a business. But also I'm in the business of helping people move forward. And if moving forward without me is the key, that's fine. Like, how can I help you get to that point? And if you ever need me again, great, we can work together, but I want to see you succeed in what works for you. Exactly. So you embrace that one and done, right? It's like, it's okay if this is one and done. Yep. And my services are set up for you to come back and get what you need when you need it. But that's the key to get what you need when you need it and really utilizing your investment to move your business forward rather than feeling stuck all the time. Exactly. Yes. There's that stuck feeling. <laughs> and that's exactly where I was when I came to you. I was so stuck. <laughs> so yes, you're not anymore. <laughs> I love seeing everything you're doing with the podcast and your clients. It's been really fun to watch. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's a ton of fun. 
Awesome. So I'm also thinking about the business owner who is in that position where maybe they're going to get ready for a VA or they are ready, but they're not in the industry. They don't have those connections. What would you say is that first step for them to actually find the right fit? Because I know you're very passionate about that right fit. I'm very culture oriented, value oriented versus skill. Skill can be taught. You can teach anybody how to do anything as long as they have the drive and the mindset, but you have to find people that work with you. You have to find those common similarities. Like for example, Danielle and I both have families. We have the same faith. We see a lot of eye to eye on a lot of different things, which is why we clicked so well. And it's not that people that we don't have those belief systems with, or even some, you know, you could like cats and I could like dogs and we can still get along and work really well together. But there's just something about having that one-on-one connection with something. It can be even just one thing that really propels your team and helps you trust that person. Finding a VA, honestly, you need to start with your own network, asking other business owners, Hey, have you hired a virtual assistant? or a project manager or a podcast manager, what was your experience? How can I help you? Branching out a little bit further, reaching out to virtual assistant coaches and mentors, because we have a list, not only of people that we worked with, but of other potential clients and ideal clients that we've been following and love and see their work. And we can refer people back and forth, finding people in Facebook groups and on different sites, such as like Upwork and Fiverr is all well and good. It's a really great place to look for a virtual assistant at times, but it really just depends on what you're looking for. And having people in the industry that know a little bit about the industry in a different light can really shed in some of that, hey, I've got the perfect VA for you. You guys would get along. Here's a connection. Are you interested in me sending an email or a message? It's been a really great way for business owners to find virtual assistants. Yes. And after just starting my podcast and talking to business owners and other virtual assistants who work in this industry, I thought that is the best way. Go to someone like you. Referrals are so great because I know what they tell me what they need. And I can think of, oh my gosh, that's Danielle or, oh my gosh, that's Susan or, oh my gosh, that's Megan. And I can then create the referral email. Hey, I wanted to connect you to, and then let you take it off from there. So you can show up as the expert. I like to kind of these points in this interview where we just really give some tips, tricks, or what I like to call it your soapbox moment. Like what is something that you are very passionate about? And it could be even just like a myth in the industry or just something that you see is a common thread in what you're working with. It's so funny that you're asking this because my soapbox lately, it even happened on a client call yesterday, was babysitters. Okay, tell me more. So that's been a really big thing lately, not only in my personal life, but also my clients are coming to me and they're like, hey, how can I find someone where I'm not paying full-time daycare? I really want someone, not necessarily at your beck and call, but you know, you can send them a schedule every month and you're like, hey, I need help on the 15th, 20th, and 30th, are you available kind of thing. But my soapbox in that has been, how can moms build our business without the option of daycare? Because a lot of things have really changed in the last couple of years that have made people, I think, 
afraid to babysit others or people afraid to have other people come babysit their kids, which totally understandable. We have to, as moms, we need to stop apologizing to having our kids with us while we're building our business because the babysitter might not always be available. So what are different strategies and methods that work for you and your family for you to be able to have clients and build a business while still honoring that career drive inside of you? And I know that's kind of broad, but it all stems around babysitting because if I was able to have a full-time babysitter, you know, there really wouldn't be a lot of this issue, but at the same time, one, I can't find one Two, And I know there are a lot of moms out there because I just talked about it on a coaching call the other day. Like there's no babysitters out there. No one wants to work. No one wants to watch their kids anymore. They're all involved in traveling sports and teams and I remember when I was young, I think I babysat every Saturday of my life. (laughs) I don't remember saying no. And I'm sure I did, but now I'm getting to the point where it's like, everybody's telling me no. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. So what can I do in my business to move forward? What type of clients do I need to be working with that honor my family? What strategy can I implement or test so I can continue on with the clients I have And still build my business while having my kids over here play in the background or during nap time or whatever. So that's my biggest soapbox. And I think it really goes into a lot of my coach on my Instagram page. It talks about how I help moms in their virtual assistant business. Like how can I help moms feel supported, get connected, build their business without a babysitter if that's the case. Exactly. And I, I'm definitely in that category of, I don't have the full-time daycare option and I haven't necessarily tried asking babysitters too much, but I have a hard time thinking who to even ask. Right. One of my clients, she's having a great success with all my suggestions. Have you called the local college? Have you reached out to your church nursery director? Like how do you have a cousin that's of babysitting age that maybe has some friends? Like she's having great success. And then me over here, (laughs) I've tried everything that I've told her to do and I'm not having any success. So then it's, well, this is good. How can I help my clients then? Well, I'm going to test out different theories and methods that work for me. So then when my clients can't find a sitter, they have some ideas on how to move forward with their business. So that's been my soapbox lately. Everybody is just so, oh, have you had a break lately? No, because I can't find a babysitter. Exactly. Yes. And I've always say to moms too, it, you kind of pick your poison a bit and this might not everyone will choose it, but early mornings or late nights. And that's where I'm at. You have to, you have to pick one. Yep. Early morning, late nights, or is it nap time in the afternoon? When is your creative time? Because that's the time that you're going to want to run with. Or maybe you're only working three days a week. So that way, and you're hustling those three days a week because the other two you're resting and just looking at, you know, because hustle culture, no way. Do not agree with it. For example, me, these next three days, I am really busy. I have calls, client work, literally throwing everything into my week, but Thursday through Sunday, my schedule's wide open and I have some R&R. So it, it, you really have to listen to you, what you want, how you can work and have a little give and take. I love what you said, pick your poison. That's right. Do you want to get up early and take a nap later or do you want to stay up late and sleep in? <laughs> that is kind of the route you have to go. And for me, I know I've had to go through this whole process of 
you know, business is starting off and then it just takes mm-hmm. off. I, I tons of work to do and not looking at my kids as in the way of my job. Yeah, they're not. Mm-hmm. That's a huge mindset shift because you can get so stressed out that you look, I could do this job really well if it wasn't for the tantrum in the background yeah. or the needs of that. Yeah. And just, yeah, really working through that mm-hmm. and be like, no, this, they're not in the way yeah. of my job. They're the reason why I'm doing yeah. this and I got to adjust the way I'm doing yep. it. And and there's so many people think just because they have to change the way they're doing it or find a different method that they've failed. As you know, as well as I do, your kids go through different stages and milestones. So then you have to adjust your business. So my little one just turned one. So he's finally at two naps yeah. a day. And that has completely shifted when I work, how it works out for my toddler. And we've had to, I swear, every two to three weeks, we were shifting to a different schedule or routine to test things out. And now it's a little bit more consistent, which is nice. But he's going to drop that morning nap sometime. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to change it again. So yes, you're right. They're not in the way. They're there by your side so they can learn. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, they learn so much from you owning your own business and seeing you work. And that's something that society does not agree. They think that they should be out playing with other kids, but they can still play in front of you while you're working. You can still be present while you're working in different ways without necessarily multitasking. It's more of having them observe you and watch you build something so important, not only for you, but for them. And it really changes the dynamic. I have this like a wireless keyboard. So I'll be on my laptop. My three-year-old will get her wireless keyboard and I set it up. So it's just in front of the computer. So she types, it does absolutely nothing. Thank goodness. And I do my thing. And it's just that little, like lending it, letting it just blend. Yeah. They like to help. You know, there's times where my little one is sleeping in the morning and my toddler comes up to me. Can I help you with your client? I'm like, yes. Can you make a checklist for me? Or I need your help with the mouse print, things like that. Or can you help me find the blue banner? Just how can you incorporate them into your work life? So that way you can still enjoy the fun times without sending them off for long periods of time. And those few times when you find yourself hiding the closet, so you can just do that one last boxer. <laughs> I need to send one more email. I'll be right back here. You can have that piece of candy really fast. <laughs> There's going to be times like that ebbs and flow. It balances out eventually. It does. Oh my goodness. It's so true. When you work with um, the clients that you mentor, you're working with a ton of moms who are just not sure how to make this work. They've gotten to the point where they've started their virtual assistant business, but they're literally drowning in either too much work without support. Maybe their clients are the ones that are drowning them in the sense of they're not working with people that actually value family. That is a really big thing. When you work as moms, as parents, when we work with clients that honor our family, it really changes the dynamic. It really makes it more of a team effort. I remember one of my clients, she wanted me to work specific times out of the day with my little one at home. And I just sat there and thought that is not going to work for me because there are times where either his nap shifts or he's sick or 
you know, as we all know with kids, they can be unpredictable sometimes, no matter how much of a routine or schedule you have established. And it was more of just like, I need to have due dates on your projects. So that way I can customize my schedule. Exactly. I, yes, I'm all about the due dates. Tell me when it needs to be done. It doesn't matter to you when I do it. Yeah, exactly. I, I know I have a, I have a really great client like that. I always tell them, put a due date on it. I get the notification. I look at my schedule and I put you in one of my time blocks. Like, I don't care when you want it done. Just give me a due date in case something happens Tuesday at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Things with no due dates. I, I swear they just like float around forever. <laughs> so yeah, you, you have them on your to-do list and then they always bump down to the next one. Exactly. Yeah. But even if it's a rough estimate date, that's fine. Oh, you want it to be done in two months? Great. I'm putting a due date on it in 45 days for you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. That is so fun. Let's say someone wants to work with you. They really want to connect with you. What would that journey be? So like, what kind of packages do you offer? What is the, what's the menu? I've got a couple different options. I really believe that everyone should have a coach or a mentor in their business at some point. And so I really, I have three services. I have monthly Voxer chat. It's something I didn't really do a lot of market research on it. It was a service that I wish I had. I was about four to six months into my business and I just needed to vent. I was venting to my mom and I was venting to my husband and they literally did not understand a word I was saying. While some people might just be like, oh, well, I just need to vent. It doesn't matter if they understand. When they try to insert their thoughts and opinions, it makes things very frustrating. So having that person as your sounding board that's what my Voxer chats are for and holding you accountable. You might have a strategy and method, but you literally need that coach to hold you accountable. You know, that's what Voxer chats is for. So then that way you're having someone check in on you. You're having someone to talk with you about brainstorm ideas, client upset you, and you don't know what your next move is. Talking with someone at the click of a button is really great. The 90-minute strategy sessions are really great because we look at where you're at in your business currently, where you want to be, and how we can get there. And it's kind of like that one and done. We create a strategy together. You get a personalized training over whatever it is that you need. And you leave feeling confident on your next steps. And that was built by VAs in the industry. I did a lot of market research on that. It's been very helpful to a lot of people. A lot of my stuff is one-on-one. -on -one. I'm a projector. So if anybody loves human design, <laughs> I thrive on educating one-on-one. -on -one. My clients get a lot of benefit out of it as well, because it's just how I teach, insert all of my expert things. But one-on-one, -on -one, it's a three-month commitment, and we literally dive into whatever you are needing. Get six calls, business planning, coaching, boxer. I mean, it's the whole works. It's a big package, coaching investment. We all get to that point where you've probably taken a course to get into the VA industry, but you probably haven't hired a one-on-one -on -one coach yet. And the one-on-one -on -one really dives in and breaks apart your business and rebuilds it back up to your vision. That is fantastic. That is so good. And I remember when I found you, that was exactly what I was looking for. I did the courses. I, you know, the, the free stuff that you can find. And I was like, I need a person. <laughs> yeah. Just someone to, <laughs> I need them to know exactly like who I am, what I'm doing, what my goals are and tell me, Based yep. off of this, 
try this. That, yes. that was a game changer. And that was all you needed. And we built that strategy together. Like it was, oh, this is what I need to do. So I'm going to try X, Y, Z. And then here's my backup plan. Six months later, you're going strong. You're balanced. Feels good. Everything's in lines. It really just, I hate it when coaches offer just this one, this is my package. This is what you get. I really like to customize it based on what you need because that's what's going to help you with success. Not buying a bunch of different things that you don't need because you need that one thing in their package. So how can we take everything you need and build you your own program? Yeah. I also like to ask, what are you learning right now? It could be anything business related or just fun. <sighs> okay. I have two then. One, I'm learning about a lot of shifting my verbiage. I'm a very spiritual and like wooey person. Like I believe in a lot of like really cool things, but I also, as a Christian entrepreneur, I believe everything that the Bible says. And so I'm trying to learn how to keep my verbiage with what it should be with not what the world says. And I'm trying to shift all that in my business and really leaning on that understanding. That's been really big for me in the past, probably three months. And then personally, I am trying to learn how to garden like my husband. <laughs> he's so good at it. And I want to be that good at it. And it's funny, he's been entrusting me with seedlings here and there and, you know, going to go water this or reading up on this or what plants would you like here? So then that way I can actually research it. I would like to have a garden thumb green thumb like him rather than just leaning on him for all of that. That's it. I do not have what I call myself hospice care for plants. Yes, like I give you a plant I and they do. eventually die. And I just don't know, like, do I just not care enough? Like, I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like I want to be that house plant mom, but how? And then I want to be able to handle all the garden stuff while my husband's at work. So he doesn't have to be, be so swamped, but, and so it's, it's really just taking baby steps and experimenting and being okay if it doesn't work out and trying to listen to him rather than being like, well, I saw this on the internet, you know, cause he's been doing it for so long and has different tips and tricks, but, um, just trying to put myself in that student position rather than trying to know everything. <laughs> you go from being like the mentor to the mentee, right? It's a switch. Yeah. 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 It would just be really cool to be able to have things grow and live. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you could actually eat it. Exactly. Besides my children, they're good. They're good. I'm good at that. I can keep them alive, but I can't keep oh, my plants so alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where can people find you online? Where is the place that you hang out? I'm in Facebook groups here and there. I don't have my own. So honestly, Instagram, I love hanging out on Instagram. I think it's a lot more fun than Facebook. Yes. And you do really well on it. So I love it. <laughs> it's because it's the only platform besides my email marketing and blog that I use. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, it was a thank joy. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Besides the fact that I got to pretty much hang out with one of my favorite people, it was so awesome sharing Kaylee with you today. And if you are a business owner who is looking to hire a VA, I would really encourage you to reach out to Kaylee. If you are a virtual assistant and you just need a person like I did, another great reason to reach out to Kaylee. 
And if you are a fellow mompreneur doing this thing, just know that you're not alone. And I think that's a great takeaway from this podcast today. All right, so if you're still listening to this, which is statistically amazing, you're hanging in there. I just want to offer to you a free 30-minute call. My biggest question that I am seeking to answer is how to help business owners market their business through content marketing in a way that does not burn them out and feels actually sustainable. I would love to talk to you about your current struggles with creating content, maybe through podcasting, consistently posting, I don't know, creating those videos or what have you. And let's just get together and talk about this and maybe walk away with a couple solutions. All right, without further ado, I am looking forward to seeing you next week on another Discovery Call.